unlock the power within and unleash your true potential with Sovereign Goddess, the podcast that dwells deep into the mysteries of the universe to uncover the secrets of energy, healing, embodiment, co-creation, attraction, and empowerment. I am your host, Abigail Mensabonsu, spiritual mentoring guide, master healer, goddess activator, and international best-selling author and publisher. Take some time to go on Apple Podcasts and share what you love about this podcast, especially if you've been enjoying this journey with us. Your testimonials, your review exposes this podcast to more people who might need the messages that are coming through the episodes. So please take your time and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. You can also go to my website, moongoddessacademy.com and check out some of the amazing offerings that I have for you and ways that we can work together if you feel aligned, if we feel like we can, we are aligned with each other. And also make sure that you grab your free gift that is on the home page. It is an amazing meditation that brings you right to your center and anchors you in that peace and serenity and harmony. So join our journey as we explore the magic that lies within each and every one of us and learn how to harness the power of the cosmos to live a life of abundance, purpose, and joy. Whether you're a spiritual seeker or simply curious about the forces that govern our world, Sovereign Goddess is the ultimate destination for those who want to expand your minds, anchor into their hearts, and nourish their souls. Tune in today and start your journey towards a life of infinite possibilities. Hello, welcome to the Sovereign Goddess podcast. This is your host, Abigail Mensabunsu. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I wanted to share um, something that I've been processing. Well, first of all, I just turned 40. Like, I don't know about you, um, how you feel about growing older, but for me, it's really exciting. I've always been excited about getting older. And the the interesting thing is that from a very young age, I felt like I was born um, at a at an older age, but I was in a little body, if that makes sense. So as I was growing up at, you know, like being with my peers who I was supposed to be the same age with, I, I was known to be the wise person because for me, I was speaking from an old soul, <laughs> you know, like my soul is very old. And on top of that, I felt like I was born at age 26, if that makes any sense. And how I knew this is that at the beginning, it just felt like I was older than, than my, like what my, my biological age um, is supposed to be. And I remember when I turned 26, I remember just feeling like, ah, I finally match the age that I've always known that I was meant to, like, it felt like there was a match. And what, you know, is is so interesting. I wonder if you've experienced something like this, let, please share with me too. And, you know, I, I would love to, um, I might even invite you on the podcast so you can share your experience because there's not many that I've 
met, actually, I don't think I've met anyone else who's had this experience of um, feeling like they're older than than the biological age. And then, you know, finally get into that age and it's like, oh, I'm home. Right. So I have this, the, you know, that at the beginning. And also, you know, it just the idea of growing older has always been just so exciting for me. And I wonder if part of it also has to do with the culture I was raised in. You know, like originally I was born in Ghana. I came here when I was 15. Um, so that culture is very ingrained with me. I still have family back home that I'm in contact with. I still speak my language very fluently, <laughs> you know. So it was, it, you know, in my culture, the the elders are are respected, are revered, you know you know, there's nothing like having, you know, I grew up in a culture where all the generations will tend to live in, in one compound home, if that makes sense. So you have the, the, the grandmas there, you have the little ones there. So the little ones to get to learn and listen to the wisdom of the, the grandmas and the grandpas, if that makes sense. Like I, I watched older women and especially older women and the wise women. And I just, I was in awe, you know, like they've experienced so much life and here we are, you know, as children growing and we, we get to listen to what they have learned and the wisdom that they want to impact upon us. Right. It was such a sacred exchange of wisdom. Now, mind you, you know, I feel like I was born, I mean, my soul is old. So if we're talking about soul wise, I am an old soul. I'm one of those master souls uh, who, who's been in the, on earth for many, many lifetimes and also in other, um, in other, on other planets and dimensions and galaxies. Like I've, I've done it. Trust me. <laughs> um, and so for me, I think maybe that's why I was able to truly take it in and honor the wisdom that was being exchanged with me and even to be able to recognize it at such a young age because I had it within me I'm able to to honor the wisdom and recognize the wisdom because it was already alive within me I was able to understand the old ones the ancient ones the wise ones because that is my soul, if that makes any sense. Well, again, if you've had this experience, share with me and perhaps I'll invite you to come on the podcast to share your experience because I find it very fascinating. Um, it's not something, you know, when I'm sharing it with others, it's not something that um, they experience. So currently I don't have anyone around me who's experienced this. Um, most people are afraid of getting older. You know, most people get very depressed when they turn 40. I am freaking excited. <laughs> and I'm actually looking forward to 50 and 60 and 70 and 80 and 90 and 100, you know, like just because each year, each decade that I move through, that's a ton of wisdom that I get to learn. You know, that I mean, I don't even know if wisdom is learned. Wisdom is created through our experiences. So each decade is each year that I get older. First of all, it's a blessing because I'm still alive. I'm still here. I get to live my dream. I get to dream. I get to create, you know, I get to co-create with the divine. I get to discover even more about me. I get to know myself deeply, you know, and it just, it, it feels so good 
40 feels freaking good. So one thing that I do around my birthdays, and I've been doing this for a while, I tend to contemplate whether it's the the year before, usually it's the year before, you know, like how has it been from, you know, the past birthday to the current birthday. And this year was different. Um, in my contemplation, I found myself going all the way to the beginning of the decade. So when I first turned 30 and the first thing that came to mind is like, you know, I, before I turned 30, I had been very connected to my twin flame, my beloved partner. And at that time, the the feeling was so strong that he was right there with me, that it was quite overwhelming. And I remember telling the divine, um, this was like a couple of weeks, you know, probably, yeah, it was like weeks before my 30th birthday, I told the divine, I was like, you know what? He feels like he's right here with me. And in hindsight, he was because we were both in grad school together. We studied together. He was my friend. I just had no clue <laughs> whatsoever, you know? And so I, of course, I felt him very strongly because he was literally right there with me, just like what I was feeling. And so I told the divine, I was like, you know what? I feel like he's right here with me. If he doesn't show up before my 30th, don't even bother. <laughs> like I'm moving on. I'm going to my plan B, you know, like it was so overwhelming, you know, that I don't know if, if you've heard my story about um, my meeting, my beloved and my connection with my beloved. I've already, I've always had a connection with my beloved since a very young age. And I always tell, especially my clients who come to me to work on calling in their own beloveds, that, you know, for me, I create, I had a relationship with him spiritually before we even came together to create a relationship physically. And that's kind of how it's supposed to be. You know, with my clients, I always take them to, you know, the spiritual world where they get to meet their beloved and create, start to create a relationship there. Because remember, as within, so without, right? Whatever we create in our hearts, in our internal realm is what gets manifested outside. Then again, when I was doing this, I had no idea about this concept. All I knew was that the spiritual realm was very, very alive. It still is for me. And that's where we connected. And the funny thing is that he never showed me his face. He would not. He refused to. And it was a good thing because I would have looked for him. But, you know, like he, I would see different features. I would see... Um, like for example, his hair changed a lot. Sometimes it was blonde, like golden blonde, and sometimes it was like darker blonde. Um, and it was interesting because it would change back and forth. And like, which one are you? But it also told me what stage in his life he was, whether he was in a, a dark place or whether he was in a good place. It would, you know, there's some things that would shift to show me. And we communicated a lot. You know, I knew growing up in Ghana that my my partner was not in Ghana, was not one of the guys I was looking at, <laughs> you know, like no one around me was my partner, that my partner was somewhere abroad, you know, and then, you know, even that I didn't know where specifically abroad, I just knew it was abroad. And the funny thing, it, you know, when you hear his story, it was the same thing. The first time he grabbed a natu National Geographic magazine, he turned to a page of an African woman and he remembered looking at that image and saying, I think my wife is going to be African. And, you know, of course, he's like, this is crazy. I'm in North Dakota. 
There's no one who looks like, I mean, this is a very young age. I think he was seven. He's like, there's no one around me who looks like this. How the heck am I going to meet an African woman? You know, and, you know, perhaps one day I'll bring him on the podcast so you can hear both of our stories. But the synchronicities were incredible. But we had a relationship. And even now, we still have a relationship in spirit. This is something I also teach my clients, too, because that's very important when you can connect with the people around you, when you know their higher selves and you co-create with their higher selves, magic. It's just miracles that happen. There's so many times that even, you know, like when we're having arguments and we are not communicating right because again, we're two different people, right? We're two different human beings, (laughs) you know? So I will go to his higher self and ask him to convey the message to him and then his higher self will come to me and convey his message to me and then we when we're talking physically it's just like we can read each other's mind it's pretty amazing um if you haven't tried that (laughs) we can work together I can show you how to do that it is life-changing I do you know that's something one of the things that I share with my clients in general um to help them create um a better relationship with others right That's within, so without, connecting to our own higher selves and the higher selves of others and getting to know others through that place is so powerful because yes, we are human, but there's so much that um, still gets hidden that doesn't come out or expressed through our human beingness. For most people, they show us what they've been taught, the programmings that they have, your fears, right? So it's like before you really get to know someone, you have to dredge through all this false mask and get to the core of who that person is, which takes time, right? Unless that person trusts you immediately to open up and show you your true selves, but usually it takes time. But if you understand that you can get to know someone ahead of time through their higher self, through connecting to that inner realm, it just, you know, you meet that person is like, I know you, (laughs) right? So again, you know, I started my going back to the story where I told the divine that if he doesn't show his face before my 30th birthday, don't even bother. Guess what? He showed up. We were together um, at my 30th birthday party and, you know, he sat right next to me. (laughs) He's like, yep, he was right here all along. It was incredible. So that was the beginning of my 30s. And the whole of the 30s was in sacred union, navigating sacred union. And at the end, you know, at the end of the 30s, it was becoming a mother, (laughs) you know, becoming a mother. And this, so I'm very curious as to this 40, you know, this next decade, what is going to open up for me. And as I was contemplating, I realized that my 30s was really about, yes, it was about the sacred union, navigating that and embodying that sacred divine union um, with my beloved. But it was also about discovering my puzzle pieces of my life. I feel like the 30s is about looking, not even looking, it's like discovering which puzzle pieces that that are meant for me. And so it's like looking through all the pieces of puzzles that were presented to me and going, yes, I want, yes, this is for me. No, no, no. I don't want that one. Nope. Not that one. That's not me. Right. And then it's like gathering all these puzzle pieces that create the life that I know I'm here to live, the experiences that I'm here to experience 
um, expressing who I really am from the core and also showing my impact, how I am of service to the world. That was my 30s. I feel like, again, when I tuned in, it was like puzzle pieces coming together. I could see the puzzle pieces that I've gathered. But it was like determining which puzzle piece is mine and which one is not mine, right? The, like separating that. So right now the puzzle pieces that I have are all those, like they create a picture of what I'm here to experience. And I feel like from 40 onward, it's all about putting that puzzle piece together. And that fascinates me and also excites me because I'm curious to what that picture will look like. And that is a journey. And that is a journey I'm excited to take. I, you know, before my, like uh, about two weeks before um, I turned 40, I was like in between sleeping and um, waking up. And, you know, as I'm laying there, I see the number 40, like floating towards me and it got in front of me and, and I heard the voice say, I have arrived. And I remember saying to myself, I have arrived. I have arrived. And the moment I said that, I felt like I felt this embodiment, like I have really landed in me. Like it, it feels like all of my spirit is finally in my body. I have landed. I am me. Like it just is like full of embodiment. And the words that, you know, my word for this next decade that came through is growth. One of them is growth. There was another one that came through that Perhaps it doesn't want me to share it yet. <laughs> so the growth is the first one that came through that that is leading this new decade, which is really exciting. Again, it makes sense if you're putting the right puzzle pieces together, of course, each piece that you put together, like I see you put this together and it's like this growth, like a tree growing. And then you put the next one and it's another tree that grows. Like it's so much growth as I'm putting the puzzle pieces together um, this next decade, which is, is, has already begun by the way. And it just is so cool. <laughs> it's so cool to witness this, you know, like I've, I've always been observing, not just of others, but of, of myself, especially, you know, I notice the subtle changes that go on within me, within my body, within my spirit, my mind, my heart. And I noticed the different phases of life that I, um, the transitions of light, life that I navigate through. And I contemplate that. I, that's always been me, you know, and I feel like I is, is much stronger now because I've been doing it for such, for so long, right? That is become a superpower in a way. <laughs> it's become a superpower, but it is such a blessing to be able to grow older, to get wiser, to learn from the past and do something better, to really land in ourselves, the confidence, the growth of confidence. And, you know, someone was telling me that once you turn 40, like from 40 onward, you, your attention moves from um, service to yourself to service, you know, how you can impact other so service to the world so the question becomes how can I create a an impact in the world and for me I feel like I definitely feel that it, I mean it's been there for a while right but again it feels like it has landed because 
the the week before I turned 40, it was all about, I even wrote it down in my journal. How can I make impact in this world through my service, through my soul gifts? You know, so it, it, there's a truth in that. <laughs> you focus on how you can contribute to your society, your community, you know, your community, your world, how you can be of greater service to humanity. Um, and we all know that service, you know, it begins with you. That's why earlier on in our ages, like we had to focus on ourselves so that we can get to know ourselves better because you have to, you have to know yourself in order before you step into the world. Otherwise you get lost. And we see that happening. Um, in this day and age, most people step into the world immediately because that's what they've been taught and they get lost in the world because they never spend time in getting to know what they, what they even want, who they are and how, how they want to serve, how they want to exist, what they want to create and experience in their life, right? The, the beginning ages are all about self-exploration, know thyself. And then from that place, we move into how can I be of greatest service? So there's a beautiful flow here. There's a beautiful flow here. And the beauty of it, if you don't get to do it, you know, in the early ages, you still get to do it whenever you wake up to it. You might be in your 50s and you, you know, realize that, oh man, I, I've spent all this life catering to others and putting myself aside. I am done with that. I'm going to start doing what I love to do. I'm going to start unapologetically saying yes to me, right? It's not like there's a cutoff. You cannot know yourself after. We're constantly, I, I, at least for me, I know that I am constantly exploring who I am. Like even with this, um, me turning 40, one of the questions I ask is who am I? Because I felt like I was getting to know myself all over again. And I feel that way a lot when I'm moving through transitions, right? It's not stagnant. We're constantly, we're constantly um, discovering who we are because there's so much to us. There's so much to us than, than we, we express outside, right? Our souls are infinite. We, we've had many, many lifetimes and when you spend time getting to know yourself, you truly understand why you're even here in the first place and why you choose to do certain things and why you get to experience some, you know, certain challenges and patterns over and over and how you can break it and how you can create the life that you desire, right? And how you can empower yourself, how you can find your, your confidence and your power, right? All of that comes from you investing time and energy and space in getting to know who you are. There's a reason why one of the main pillars of my business is know thyself. This pillar is ingrained in all my programs, my Goddess Unleashed Year program, my, my monthly membership program. Like it's all in this, all about knowing yourself first. And then from there, knowing how you relate to the world, how you you um, play in the world is from that place of self. You can truly step in the world as a sovereign being, sovereign in your own self, which means that doesn't matter what kind of storm is blowing in the world, you are always anchored in your own truth. You know who you are. 
and nobody can change that. That is a superpower in itself. To exist in a world that cannot shift you unless you want to be shifted by it. <laughs> That's a whole different ball game, right? To exist in a world that cannot shift you because you're anchored, you're fully anchored in who you are. You know who you are. Is a superpower. When you meet others who are operating in this wisdom, yes, they are the wise ones. Yes, they are the, the wisdom keepers. And in this day and age, honestly, it has nothing to do with age. Although the, the longer you've been on this planet, the more you've seen, the more you've experienced. And so you can share that wisdom. But we also have beings coming to this planet incarnated into this planet who are old souls just like I am and they come in they didn't forget so they're not gonna spend most of their early years discovering what they have forgotten remembering what they have forgotten they come in remembering all the way that's a different frequency that they're gonna be operating in and also sharing with us and of course activating within all of us this wisdom that we have forgotten they don't have any cosmic amnesia. They are ready to go <laughs> again. That's a whole different, you know, my son is one of them. And in it's like interacting with them is, is just, it's pure magic. You can't help but be activated by that. You can't help but remember who you are through being with them, through that uh, interaction, through that engagement. It's, it's beautiful what is happening on this planet. There's so many changes going on, right? Investing in yourself is a non-negotiable. It is truly precious. It is gold. Really taking the time to get to know you on every level is the key to being the sovereign you, to living in a world as a sovereign being and to truly be of higher service to humanity so i wanted to share that with you guys i would love to hear your story if you've experienced something like that um and i will invite perhaps i invite you to come share your story um on the podcast i would love to hear your story thank you so much for being here for listening to the sovereign goddess podcast from my heart to yours until next time For those of you who are curious about working with me, you can join my monthly membership, Elevated Empath. This membership is great for women who, um, especially empaths, um, healers, intuitives, any, if your work involves um, working with energy, using energy to heal, to activate, to interacting with the energy around if you are sensitive to energy this is for you because the tools that i teach in this container is to help you first of all get to know your own energy why are you an empath and it's called an elevated empath for a reason because empath is when you just take on everything <laughs> 
like you're suffering. So therefore I'm going to take the suffering so that you're not suffering. We know that it does not work. It does not work for you. It certainly does not work for the other person at all, right? The elevated empath is the compassionate empath, which means that you don't have to, you don't have to wear the shoes of the person who's suffering. You don't have to live the life or embody that person's suffering. You can simply observe it and extend healing and unconditional love to that person as they discovered your own path of empowerment through that process. It's a gift. <laughs> and every empath, that is where you're you're being called to, to um, explore. And so I teach you tools that will help you understand who you are as an empath, as a highly sensitive person, as an intuitive, as a healer, as a energy medicine person, right? And then you, I also teach tools about how to like energy, what word am I looking for? Energy hygiene, like energy, taking care of your energy. So when you're in the world, how do you take care of your energy? So you're not taking on other people's energies and why do you take on other people's energies, right? There's so many, the thing with empaths, not all empaths are the same. Some empaths, are transmuters, which means that they bring the energy into their bodies, trans transmute it and send it back to the other person. They don't keep it, right? Others have this beautiful, they're like the alchemist. <laughs> they have this beautiful container that is outside, it exists outside of their bodies. They, they, you know, bring in the suffering, they put it in the container, which is filled with unconditional love. It gets transmuted and then sent back to that person so that they can accelerate in their own growth and expansion, right? So each empath is different and understanding who you are as a, a as an empath and knowing that there's so much more to you than even the word empath, you are compassionate. That is the higher level of the empath. The empath is the, I tell my my clients, it's like the, the, the dump truck of the emo, emotions and suffering. You just take everything on and it hurts and it's heavy, right? The compassionate being is the higher level. It's like, I see you suffering, but I understand. I can see your path. I understand why you chose to suffer this way because it awakens something within yourself. And I'm going to bless you on this journey because I know you will make it through and you will be the person that you see yourself becoming through this. You will make it through, right? That's, a, that's from a place of empowerment. Even the person listening to it, they feel that empowerment to move through, right? It's not about empathy. It's about compassion. And this is what I bring in this container. I hope to see you in this container. If you're interested in working with me, um, if you're interested in joining my year Goddess Unleashed program, we'll be opening, I will be opening the doors in October. If you're interested in any of my other programs, just go ahead and send me a message and we will go from there. From my heart to yours. Yeah.